On the screen is a picture of a, a painting by an artist named Nathan Rhodes, and he called his painting The Torn Curtain. You can see that the painting features several colors. There's lots of black, of course. There's a little white, a little red, uh, some sort of teal color, a little bit of brown toward the top, and also some bluish grays over on the left. Together, all of these colors make up this single, I think rather striking painting, a little bit abstract perhaps, but rather striking painting of the torn curtain. In the Gospel of Mark, chapter 15, verse 38, if you have a Bible, you can turn there. Mark 15, verse 38, we're told there that immediately after Jesus had given up his last breath on the cross, so Jesus has just expired, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. And the Gospel writers Matthew and Luke both join Mark in reporting the same event. I think it's very appropriate that in this painting, Nathan Rhodes used that palette of different colors and different shades to depict the torn curtain because, as I'm going to try to suggest over the next few minutes, when the temple curtain was torn, it was an event that carried several different shades of profound meaning. And in our time in the Word tonight, I want to suggest five different shades of meaning for the torn temple curtain. Shade number one, anger at blasphemy. Anger at blasphemy. So just one chapter before Jesus dies on the cross and the temple curtain is torn, the high priest, Caiaphas, had been interrogating Jesus in Mark 14, verse 61. Caiaphas had asked Jesus point blank, are you the Christ? To which Jesus replied, I am, as part of his answer to Caiaphas. And that answer of Jesus made Caiaphas tear his garments in a sort of exasperated anger over what he just perceived as the blasphemy that had just come out of Jesus' mouth. Well, we know that Caiaphas played a major role, didn't he, in the crucifixion of Jesus, in the execution of Jesus. Caiaphas may have been exasperated at the supposed blasphemy of Jesus, which caused him to tear his garments. But listen, the irony, the irony is that Caiaphas himself played a major role in the most blasphemous thing ever, which was the execution by human hands of God the Son. Now, if we might put it this way, God's naked 
presence on earth was in between the cherubim on top of the Ark of the Covenant inside the section of the temple called the Holy of Holies, which was separated off from everybody by a curtain. Only the high priest was allowed to venture into the Holy of Holies one time per year on the Day of Atonement. So we might almost say that the temple curtain served as a sort of covering, a garment of sorts that shielded the naked presence of God from his human creatures. So that when the curtain was torn in two, from top to bottom, just as the Son of God died, was it God tearing his garment because of the blasphemy of Caiaphas and those who had orchestrated the death of his son? That's the first shade of the torn curtain. God tearing his garments in anger over the blasphemy of those human beings who were responsible for the murder of his son, Jesus. Let's go to shade number two, and let's stay with that same idea of God tearing his garment, God tearing the curtain, along with being a gesture of anger over the blasphemy of those who crucified his son. Might the tearing of the curtain also be indicative of God's grief over the death of his son. After all, a common gesture in the ancient Near East during times of grief was to tear one's garments. Jacob tore his clothes when he thought that his son Joseph had died. David tore his clothes when he learned that Saul had died. The leaders of Israel were instructed by David to tear their clothes at the death of Abner. Elisha tore his clothes when Elijah departed to heaven. Might the torn curtain be symbolic also of God's grief? Even though the cross had been planned in the divine council, yes it had, there was nevertheless divine grief over Jesus dying in such a cruel fashion. God tears his clothes in grief, as it were. Shade number three. The demise of the Jerusalem temple. Many, many days before the curtain was torn, Jesus had said to some Jewish folks in John chapter two, we remember, destroy this temple and in three days I will raise it up. But John tells us there that Jesus was not referring to the physical temple when he said that. Instead, Jesus was referring there to his own body. Jesus himself is the true temple of God. He is the physical locus of the presence of God, he himself is our access to God, amen, and as temple of God, he would be destroyed 
on the cross, put to death on the cross, only to raise from the dead three days later. Jesus is the true and lasting temple of God. He is the one who makes the physical temple in Jerusalem obsolete. So when the curtain is torn in the Jerusalem temple at the moment when Jesus dies, that curtain is part of the Jerusalem temple. It's being torn in two is symbolic of the Jerusalem temple's demise, of that temple's fading away because the new covenant has come. And in fact, the tearing of the curtain can even be taken as a portent of what would happen just a few decades later when the Romans would come in and destroy the Jerusalem temple. Shade number three of the torn curtain is the demise of the Jerusalem temple. Shade number four of the torn curtain. The upheaval of the cosmos. The upheaval of the cosmos. Let's consider Matthew's reporting of events as Jesus died. Again, if you have a Bible. Matthew has Jesus expiring on the cross in Matthew 27, verse 50. Matthew 27, 50. Breathing his last. And then in the next two verses... Not only is the curtain torn in two, but Matthew also reports some other things. Matthew reports the earth shaking, earthquake, the rocks splitting, and a partial resurrection as tombs open up and many people are raised to life. Wow. Add to all of that the reporting of Luke that as Jesus died, the sun's light failed. What was happening as Jesus breathed his last? What was happening? What was happening is simply that creation, friends, suddenly went topsy-turvy. There was a cosmic upheaval just as Jesus died, and why? Because the death of Jesus Christ was the overturning and the undoing of the curse on creation. And it was the inauguration of the new creation. Isaiah the prophet had prophesied, hadn't he, creation-wide upheavals when the new age broke and the earthquake and the dark sky, the splitting of the rocks, the raised bodies were the first installment of that promise. The final installment of the cosmic upheaval is yet to come when Jesus comes back. Now what's significant about the curtain in this regard is this. According to very early Jewish writers like Josephus and like Philo, the temple curtain featured embroidery of cosmic significance. Scarlet colors signifying fire, flaxen color signifying the earth, blue color signifying the air, 
and purple signifying the sea. The curtain, according to Josephus, I'm going to quote him here, he says, the curtain was a kind of image of the universe. So that when God tore it in two at the death of Jesus Christ, it signaled and it signified the tearing of the cosmos, the disturbance of the cosmos, the old age being undone and the new age being inaugurated because of what we are celebrating here in worship tonight, the death of Jesus Christ. Shade number four. To review, Shade number one of the torn curtain we've suggested was God's anger at the blasphemy of those who crucified his son. Shade two of the torn curtain was God's grief over the death of his son. Shade three of the torn curtain was the demise of the Jerusalem temple. Shade four of the torn curtain was the cosmic upheaval at the death of Jesus. And finally now, our final shade, shade five, the shade that many of us are perhaps most familiar with, that the tearing of the temple curtain at the death of Jesus Christ was a dramatic sign that because of the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross, whereby our sins are forgiven, the barrier that curtain that had separated sinful human beings from God's presence was now done away with. The physical curtain that had cordoned off the Holy of Holies had been a constant reminder, a constant reminder of the necessary separation between sinful and righteous people and a holy God. But now, as it says in Hebrews 10 so blessedly, we have confidence to enter the holy places, how? By the blood of Jesus. In fact, that passage goes on to describe the flesh of Jesus as the curtain. Jesus himself being the temple. The flesh as the curtain through which is open to us a new and living way. The tearing of the physical Jerusalem temple curtain symbolizes the fact that now the blood of Jesus Christ shed on the cross is the means of our forgiveness, amen? And no longer is it the Jerusalem temple it is the blood of Jesus Christ shed on the cross. The way to God, access to God, has come how? In the crucified Jesus Christ. To summarize this little Good Friday meditation, as God's Son breathed his last on the cross, God tore the temple curtain in Jerusalem. It was an event that had very deep and profound significance. The tearing of the curtain, again, was a symbol of divine anger at the blasphemy of the wicked murderers. 
It was also a symbol of the father's grief. It was a further sign of both the demise of the Jerusalem temple and the upheaval of the cosmos, the passing away of the old age, the inauguration of the new age. And finally, the torn curtain so blessedly symbolizes our access because of the blood of Jesus Christ to the holy places secured for us by the shed blood of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of sinners. And I pray that each of us is affected afresh on this Good Friday by the mystery, by the power, by the blessing of the cross, which caused the temple curtain to tear. Amen? Let's say thanks to God again. Father, It was you who initiated the plan that your son willingly undertook on the cross so that we might be forgiven of our sin and brought back to you in right relationship and you've given us the Holy Spirit who walks with us, talks with us, leads us along the path of righteousness for your sake. We are so thankful tonight, Lord, for your plan of salvation and for the cross. And Lord, now as we continue in our service and sing more about you and your cross, may you come and draw near, encourage our hearts, give us the consolation that we need and the peace that we need. In Jesus' name, amen.